0: Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty football podcast, everybody. I am Kate Majuk. You can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And as always, I am joined by my awesome co-host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow him on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Uh, we, we do have a lot to get through today, but I mean, our goal is just to get you to that dynasty championship. We are so close. We're halfway through the season. So if you've made it this far, uh, stay tuned with us. And if your teams are dying off, this is the time now more than ever to uh, to stay in the loop with us. Follow us on Twitter at LockedOnDynasty and be sure to subscribe on YouTube where we're live streaming right now, which is so fun because you can ask us your questions. Uh, you can, uh, you know, just just show us a little love because we love to hear from you. Marcus, what's going on? Are you recovering from the shenanigans of week nine?
1: No, I, I'm not. It's, it's like a hangover. It's just you can't get over it. It's so frustrating. Uh, we don't even have to talk about my Dallas Cowboys today, but. We should talk about one of you. Yeah, no, we don't have to. Uh, one of your former Steelers, Kate, James Conner. He's got to be the biggest winner of week nine, right?
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, we got the news this week, uh, that, or this morning, actually, that Chase Edmonds, the lead running back for the Arizona Cardinals, looks like he's got a high ankle sprain. So it seems like this is just going to be the James Conner show I'm going to say, uh, I like, I've been so impressed. I'm very happy for him. Cause I think niche, something that I always said about his work with this was that he's so good as a touchdown scorer, like mm-hmm. put him in the goal line and he can score touchdowns and that's exactly what he's been doing. Um, I believe currently leads the NFL in touchdowns from scrimmage bonkers. Um, I will say my only concern about this move, uh, you know, and him taking over this full-time role is that I think in the limited work that he's getting, he's actually been uh, really efficient. I think those limited touches keep him healthy because that's sort of been his issue uh, throughout the years is, you know, when when he gets that high touch volume, can he remain healthy? Up until now, he's been playing uh, mostly less than 50% of offensive snaps, uh, only one game prior to uh, week nine, had he played more than 50% of offensive snaps. So like the workload has me a little nervous, but you got to be very happy with James Conner and that touchdown production because it's nothing but upside.
1: All right. So let's talk about Conner for the rest of the season. So high ankle sprains are usually four to six weeks for running backs, right? And that's what uh, Chase Edmonds has. Um, So it stands to see that we're going to see Connor basically be the lead back here for the rest of the season you know Benjamin's going to factor in some but Kate, okay, you kind of mentioned it James Connor already has uh, uh, well, excuse me 11 touchdowns this year in nine games we saw 21 carries from him in this one what is his value just this year alone for the next let's say eight games
0: um, I mean, barring injury, I, I think he's uh, very easily a weekly RB2 with RB1 upside. I mean, it's really hard to argue with that touchdown production. This is a very high-scoring team. This is a, um, a, a productive offense, and we saw them be productive even without their key weapons um, in Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. I'm treating him as an RB2 uh, pretty much rest of season until we see Chase Edmonds work his way back in. Um, again, my only concern about that, uh, giving him that label is really the touch volume. Can he stay healthy? But I think as long as he's on the field, um, I mean, he, that's what he was doing with the Steelers, right? When he's on the field, he's healthy. He's productive.
1: Um, all right, let's talk about him long-term because this one's fascinating to me. He signed a one-year contract with the Cardinals this off season. Um, he's 26 years old. He'll be 27 next year. What kind of long-term value does he have? And like, if you need a running back for the rest of the season, like let's say you had Derrick Henry and you're competitive, what are you giving up for probably seven, eight games at James Conner and who knows what else next year?
0: Uh, I think James Conner is kind of in an interesting position because clearly the market wasn't very high for him. He signed a, a pretty like minimal contract, I was expecting him to get a little bit of a better deal, uh, especially in that one year market. Uh, You know, it's the one year prove it deal. Um, He's been playing efficiently, but you know, his touch volume is getting up there. Um, His age getting up there. He's only 26 right now, but when he hits the Mm -hmm. free agency market, he'll be 27. Um, I do. um, I I worry about him long-term So if I'm in a win now position, I'm willing to send a second round pick for James Conner. I can't justify going uh, much higher than that just because of the uncertainties in terms of his contract situation, in terms of his long term health. Um, All of those question marks just make me a little bit nervous. But, you know, I love James Conner. He's he's so talented.
1: So we only have one trade right now in Dynasty League football to look at since yesterday's game to kind of tell us where his value is at. Uh, But it's a second round pick in in 2022. Would you give up that if you need a running back? Absolutely. That's good? Okay. Uh, That seems like a fair price. I don't think that's all that unreasonable. Uh, Okay, we're going to continue to talk about some of the biggest winners and losers uh, from Sunday. Man, there was a lot of them. Uh, But let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about DirecTV. DirecTV is how I watched all the games on Sunday. I've got a nice little setup where I've got three TVs downstairs. So I was able to to pay attention to everything going on, and I couldn't do it without DirecTV Stream. It brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That is directtv.com. All right, Kate, let's let's talk about some other players uh, that had big games on Sunday. We should talk about Nick Chubb. Not that his value is kind of ranging up and down, but he finally looked healthy again. 14 carries for 137 yards and two touchdowns. Also added in two receptions for 26 yards. Uh, how many running backs going forward? do you want over Nick Chubb? Uh, I mean, obviously I think Jonathan Taylor's fine, right? Swift, McCaffrey, Najee. And then it gets a little interesting. What do you think about Najee or excuse me, Nick Chubb going forward?
0: Uh, Definitely. Yeah. Like Jonathan Taylor consensus, RB one, um, I think, like, the most interesting question for me right now, because, like, Nick Chubb, when healthy, he is absolutely studly. It doesn't really ma- matter if he's on the field with or without Kareem Hunt. Um, mm-hmm. He just has just impeccable value, and this is an offense that loves, loves to run the football. So, um, I mean, Nick Chubb, so talented, but, like, still the the receiving upside is limited, Uh, that's, that's sort of offset by just the, um, the way their offense is built around the run a little bit, but, um, I still think I'm taking Jonathan Taylor. I'm still wanting, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Hmm. the line sort of blurs for me. So I like, I'll take Nick Chubb over a guy like Joe Mixon, um, Dalvin cook. I will take ahead of Joe or sorry, Nick Chubb. Um, but like the line is blurred for me right around like alvin kamara who i mean the the future is quite uncertain for alvin kamara just you know with mm-hmm. the question marks at quarterback for what what is the Saints offense going to look like um you know i think he's he's a top six running back but i can't put him in the rb1 conversation just because of that just limited receiving role and you know the fact we will see Nick Chubb, or we will see Cream Hunt return to the lineup eventually.
1: Uh I agree with you. I think I think that's probably where I stand on Nick Chubb as well. Uh let's get into some more winners from week 9. Cordero Patterson K. Every single week we talk about Cordero Patterson it's just because he continues to be so impressive. Didn't do a ton as a runner, nine carries for 10 yards. Yikes. But six for 126 as a receiver on six targets. I mean the guy is just so good right now. Long-term value does he have any how are we valuing Cordero Patterson?
0: Um you know this is another guy that I'm willing to make the trade for if I'm in a win now position he's currently the the running back 6 in the season and half PPR formats. Um you're super super happy about that but uh, I do think like if we were to see Calvin Ridley back in that lineup if if we were to see um, you know, just that dynamic, uh, working better. Uh, uh, obviously he's totally out of the market now, but even when he was in, it just didn't feel like they were clicking as much. Um, I, I think if there were more variables around, uh, if they had a better rusher in Mike Davis, I, I can't imagine that this would continue. I'm looking to sell high if I can, but I mean, like if you're in a win now situation, he's a guy that I I absolutely want. And another guy that I'd, um, I'd say, go ahead and offer a second for. But yep. it's just so hard because we have seen this production week in, week out. You have to start him. He's a must start at this point. But do you really trust that he can truly, truly break out for fantasy football this late in his career? I don't know.
1: I don't know either. This one's really fascinating because you would assume that Calvin Ridley is eventually going to come back. Kyle Pitts is still there. Uh, it's not like he's having a ton of rushing success now like he was early on in the season. But, man, if he's going to continue to make big plays, I don't know how you value him. Uh, let's let's go to our friends at Dynasty League Football. Let's look at some of their recent trades, uh, and we'll just go through a couple of them. Damian Harris straight up for Cordero Patterson.
0: Um, oh. That's actually, yeah, that's because really Paris hard. Because Harris got
1: out rushed by Ramondre Stevenson this week, and we know how fickle Bill Belichick can be with running backs.
0: He is fickle. Um, Damian Harris, I think, is like super talented, uh, but I, I still think I take Damian Harris. I do just because yeah, I feel I uh, more comfortable with the um, his overall usage so far in his career. He's been a fantastic rusher. Uh, The consistency is not going to be there, but uh, up until this point, I can say the consistency has not been there for Cordero Patterson. So
1: Uh, how about for a wide receiver, Michael Gallup straight up.
0: Mm. Hmm. I think uh, if I'm in a rebuild situation there, I lean Gallup just because I believe in the talent. um, And we have seen him uh, produce at, you know, the wide receiver two level still young um, rebuild. I'll take Gallup. In a win now, I might roll with Cordero Patterson.
1: This one's really fascinating. Two guys that might not have starting jobs next year, but are super productive right now. Cordero Patterson for Darrell Henderson.
0: Oh, Darrell Henderson. All day. All day. I
1: yeah, I agree with you. On that one. Uh, He's electric. Right,
0: like, trust trust the things that you're seeing. Cause like um even in prime time didn't look that that fantastic, but Overall this season, his tape has looked um, really fresh. He showed a lot of burst. Uh, like he's showing you everything that you probably wanted out of Cam Akers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I believe in the talent. I think he's going uh, – talent rises. Come on.
1: All right. So who else do you want to talk about from this week that you thought performed well? Uh, we'll get to some guys that, whose value maybe dropped a little bit. But any other guys you want to mention, Kate?
0: Um, I think we need to just shout out all the quarterbacks. Um yeah it was a cesspool this week. Um, Joe Burrow, I, he was like my, my guy, my start. Uh, and that didn't pan out. But um, I do think we should acknowledge like just the, the number of young wide receivers that had just absolutely fantastic weeks um, starting at the top uh, so far leading into Monday night football. Elijah Moore is the wide receiver mm-hmm. one and half PPR formats. Wide receiver two on the week is Devonta Smith uh, put up that 160 yard one touchdown game. It was fantastic, and then uh, you had Marquise Brown, Brandon Ayuk, Donovan Peoples Jones with the 60 yard bomb. Uh, it was a it was a nice week for these young wide receivers, even though overall wasn't the tastiest dish across the league. Um, so I do want to shout out some of these young guys who are making uh, you know some statement games. Um, here in and you know helping carry our disgusting fantasy teams through this this awful week
1: i want to talk about hollywood brown because that's a really interesting one to me i had another big game second week in a row with at least 12 targets uh, caught nine catches of nine passes for 116 yards didn't score a touchdown but kate in his last 14 games Seventy-two receptions for a thousand yards, twelve touchdowns. Like this guy is giving you low-end wide receiver one production, basically every single week now. It's like he finally is started to click and learn the position. He's only twenty-four years old. He's in his third year. Um, Hollywood. Like it's it's just really nice to see him develop into this player. That because I think a lot of us were nervous that he would never get there. So just wanted to say kudos to Hollywood Brown.
0: Yeah, I think I like if I'm. Um, in any sort of situation, like I, I'm throwing some trade offers out there for Marquise Brown because he's one of these guys. Guys that, uh, though he's produced a wide receiver one, I don't think that the mentality really among uh, you know dynasty managers is that he truly is a wide receiver one.
1: No, um, not at all. You know where, he's, you know where he's ranked at right now.
0: I, I actually don't know. Tell
1: me. According to the Dynasty League Football, he is being drafted as wide receiver twenty-eight. That's
0: incredible value. I, like, like um, what are you sending for Marquise Brown? Because I think he, um, I, I think he's an absolute stud. He's the wide receiver five so far in the season. I mean,
1: let's go through some trades. We've deep. got some. Uh, yeah. We've got some really interesting ones. Uh, <laughs> oh man, Keenan Allen straight up for Hollywood Brown. I'm taking, Ke- uh, I'm taking Marquise Brown all day. Yeah, absolutely.
0: The the age, the upside. Give me, give me Marquise.
1: Marquise Brown and Tony Pollard for Darnell Mooney. I'll
0: take Marquise Brown.
1: I don't even think that one's close. That one's hilarious to me. Now, this is where it gets a little interesting. A 2022 first round pick for Hollywood Brown. Are you willing to give up, you know, one of these maybe top end running backs uh, in next year's draft for Hollywood? I kind of think I am, Kate. Like, especially yep. if you need help at receiver. Hollywood is a sure thing in terms of like, he's going to get so many targets. He's clearly the the favorite guy from Lamar Jackson throwing down the field. I I do like Hollywood quite a bit there.
0: He's averaging 8.6 targets per game. I uh, rank six among wide receivers in terms of receiving yards. Like, I mean, he's, he's been a stud uh, and this is a team that puts up points. I would very happily send a first round pick for Marquise yep. Brown at this point.
1: He's on pace this year for like 1,400 yards and 13 touchdowns. And Quietly. it doesn't feel like it's going to be a stretch for him to do that at all. Like as long as he stays healthy, you know, for the rest of the year, I, I, I see him absolutely getting to 1,300 yards, double-digit touchdowns. He, he's having a fantastic, fantastic season. Um, all right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk about some players that maybe no-showed a little bit on Sunday uh, but before we do that, I want to tell you guys about BetOnline. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated website and check out all of the great sporting action this year. Uh, we've got 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. All you have to do is use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus from football, basketball, baseball, we've got NHL, boxing, uh, just any kind of sport that you could imagine. You can bet on on bet, uh, bet online. Bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. I Also, want to tell you guys about Built Bar. It's the absolute best tasting protein bar. I think Cowboys needed a couple of Built Bars yesterday because my gosh, your <laughs> performance was bad. Uh, it's hard to even explain how good they are. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors. It's just a great combination of low-calories, high-protein, and low-sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next box at BuiltBar.com. All right, Kate, let's talk about some people that uh, struggled a little bit in this one. We can talk about all the quarterbacks, right? Dak was bad. Josh Allen was worse. I mean, there was some awful, awful performances. Patrick Mahomes as uh, continues to struggle, what stuck out or stood out to you?
0: Uh it was just a very, very ugly week. So, like, I mean, I think this is one of those weeks that I just sort of scrap. I'm not I'm not taking too much away from this week. Um, you know, Josh Allen, I think uh this was just a this was a really weird game. They made a lot of um, you know, mistakes that I think added up to. Uh, a loss, which just, it, it was a really surprising sort of narrative. But, um, you know, I think Sean McDermott hit the nail on the head. Uh, they need to, like, fix this run game. Um, and when I say fix, like, it's not even that they they really try to establish the run at any point. So I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of different narratives going into this week that we're just, throw them out the window. Um, I don't really know that there are any solid takeaways, maybe other than the fact that Jordan Love, uh like how, how comfortable are we feeling about him being the future of the well, the Green that's Bay really Packers? Funny franchise? That's
1: that's what I was gonna say was my biggest takeaway is man, if you've been holding Jordan Love because you're hoping that 2022 is the year that he's the starting quarterback in you know in a super flex league or whatever, you gotta be really concerned because he did not look ready at all. And he had a year and a half to get ready for this game. And it's not like the Chiefs have this Uber great defense, right? Like, pretty bad. And this is actually a great spot for him. And he just looked completely unprepared. And now you just wonder, Kate, like, do the Packers have no choice but to appease Aaron Rodgers next year and just bring him back? Because how in the world can you go from Rodgers to to Jordan Love next season?
0: I mean, this is, I I feel like this is just sort of an indictment on the team itself. Like this is, this entire situation top to bottom with Aaron Rodgers was managed very poorly, um, like from the get, from the moment you drafted Jordan Love, this situation was a disaster. You know, I I don't know that you do give in to him though, because it it feels like he's sort of like, he's doing that thing in the candy store where he wants, uh, you know, a blow pop And mom won't give it to him. So he's holding his breath until he passes out and he'll eventually wake up in his mom's car. But like the, the drama, the, the flair for dramatics, like if you're not in a place uh, where you're going to uh, really just bend over and kiss the booty of Aaron Rodgers, (laughs) which it doesn't seem like they're like they're hammering to do. I I think you just kind of got to call it a wash. And I think, You know, maybe on both sides, both parties are going to be better off for moving on. Um, How about the Jets quarterbacks? Uh, Like, I think this is another interesting takeaway. So we saw Mike White in week eight come out. 26 fantasy points Uh, was like such a pleasant, pleasant surprise. Um, Obviously got injured this week, but then Josh Johnson comes in. 24 fantasy points like uh, is. I like the question is not is Josh Johnson or Mike White that good? The question is is Zach Wilson that bad?
1: Maybe, and that's concerning, man. If you if you put a lot of stock in these young quarterbacks, uh, you're a little frustrated right now. Even like Trevor Lawrence really struggled again on Sunday against Buffalo. Didn't really do anything. Had you know hurt his ankle in that one as well. It's a a rough time to be a young quarterback in the league. Trey Lance can't even get on the field in San Francisco. We'll see what Justin Fields does tonight against the Steelers defense. But, man, the young quarterback landscape does not look great right now. Uh, You know what's pretty
0: incredible, though? I need to say one more thing about these quarterbacks. Uh, Trey Lance only has five fewer fantasy points on the season. Trey Lance has five fewer points than Zach Wilson. Yikes. That is the ultimate Yikes. indictment because Trey Lance has not been on the field like at all, at all. Um, at all. So that's like, that's bad. Um, that's really bad. That's not
1: great. I, I, no. I just wanted to circle really quickly back to Jordan love because going into this game, there was a lot of people who were very optimistic about his long-term value. I, I'm, again, I'm looking at our friends at dynasty league football right now. I saw multiple super flex leagues where he's going for a first round pick. Just two days ago, Kate, or being traded for, you know, some pretty decent, you know, assets, whether it's, you know, Keenan Allen or there's a trade here for uh, Chase Edmonds or a trade here for Kadarius Tony. So like a lot of people were really expecting him to be this guy in 2022 that's going to come right in and be a top 15 fantasy quarterback we're not even close to that point where I think there's a better chance now that he doesn't even start at all next year, rather than being a top 15 guy. So pretty, pretty rough performance from Jordan Love. Uh, anybody else you want to shout out before we head out?
0: Uh, No, I, I think that kind of summarizes the week. It was a very, very odd week. Um, You know what the, like I want to be encouraging to all of our listeners because this was tough. Like, Um, You know, I have some really stacked dynasty rosters that came out uh, abysmally this week. Like, I mean, just top to bottoms, all of your studs uh, really just totally disappointed. Um, Like a lot of wide receivers that have ranked uh, top among all wide receivers for the season. Um, We saw some really down weeks. So I hope y'all walk away with the win. But I do want to say, like, hopefully... This was as crappy a week for your opponent as it was for you, for me. And we'll bounce back like we got this.
1: Yes, that's a a good way to end the show. Let's hope next week is a little bit more normal. Um, But I've got a feeling it won't be. we got some teams on by. We've got some interesting matchups. It's just the way the NFL has been this season. It's been uh, just a roller coaster every single week. Uh, But you know what's not a roller coaster? The Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. We have episodes (laughs) coming out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. Matt and Ryan will be back on Tuesday and Wednesday. We'll be back on Friday after the Thursday night game between the Ravens and the Dolphins. You can check out Kate at FFBallBlast. I am at Marcus underscore Mosher. Please follow along at Locked On Dynasty. Download the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy Monday Night Football, and we'll see you guys next time.
0: Bye.